This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Games Group. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week are Colin Stevens. Hey, gamers. Hello there. Sam Claymore is here. Hey, everybody. Good to see you guys in the studio together. That's cool. I don't have a lot of wiggle room to stay in frame here. And Justin Davis is joining us cool. as well. We've got a great show for you this week. We had a Nintendo Direct yesterday that I think everyone's pretty happy with. Lots of exciting games to talk about there, including updates on Legend of Zelda, Shadow Drop of a a, a beloved Metroid game. We're going to get to all that in just a second. But first, Mm -hmm. I don't want to uh, belabor the point. We've spent a lot of time in the past few episodes talking about this, but I beat Dead Space now, so I'm... (laughs) I'm in that crew. And uh, just like Sam was saying last week, I loved it. I thought it was great. Top to bottom. Uh, I, I thought they it's just super well done. It's just like a very cool thing to do from a company that isn't really known for just doing cool things just for the heck of it. Um, I thought all the changes that they made were good. I don't think any of the changes were like a mistake. Everything is an improvement to the game. Sam, I don't know if you remember the end of the original Dead Space, but like they made it much, le- much less frustrating moving the marker around getting it back onto Aegis 7. What was more, I mean, I don't I don't I didn't consider this frustrating, but it's a lot of a lot of extra game. It, it's not yeah. bad. No. It's just like it gives you reasons to fight monsters, which I really like doing, but it is kind of silly. What was it before? You had to use um, kinesis to move it yourself. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So yeah. they added conveyor belts and bridges. Yep, now they just put it on a track and you just have to hit switches to move it around. Wow, it's, that's so yeah. funny that it was originally kinesis. I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, and then this isn't a fault of the remake, but I just think the, the final boss is just so, so outdated. It's like such a product of its time, like the PlayStation 2 and PS3, Xbox 360 era. It's just like, it's just a giant monster that has some glowing orange things that you have to shoot. That's it. That's all you have to do. You're in an arena that you, you can't, can't leave. There's tons of ammo drops just being dropped all around you. I, I have a funny story about that final boss. It's not, it's not a spoiler because this could apply to any boss on Earth. But uh, at one point, the boss picked... It's, it's not on Earth. Fight. Yeah, that's true. The <laughs> boss picks you up. And yeah. uh, and and, you're, and I think this is the end of it. It is the end yeah. of it. And it's like you're supposed to do like basically a quick time event, but it's basically you have like infinite... This happens a couple times in Dead Space. You have like infinite ammo to shoot an, an enemy cinematically. It's kind of like a QTE where you shoot. But the weapon that I had equipped required... Uh, I, I just don't even know why I had this weapon equipped or why this happened, but it required me to charge uh, to do any damage at all. And so instead, the weapon was just shooting these little blips, and I didn't know what was really was going on. So the enemy like <laughs> held me for like five minutes. We just hung out. 
Yeah. <laughs> Finally, I was like, I just held the button for a little bit longer and it killed it instantly. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, you can actually, you can switch weapons while you're being held. Um, I, that's I, so that's funny. Great. You can just hit pause, do your inventory yeah. swapping, just be like, well, you know, while this Rancor hand that's... is gripped around me, I'll just hang out. <laughs> That's a really funny mental image. Like, why aren't you eating me? Yeah, yeah you're I just like, roar, <laughs> He's just roar, you and roaring at you. Yeah. Did you ever notice, Sam, that um, you have what? You have a bunch of different weapons, and when you switch weapons, they're not like on your person. You just sort of like wave your hand, and the previous weapon goes away, and you have the new weapon. Oh yeah, where were they? Yeah, where were they? Well, They're so in... for everything else in the game, it's like really explained. It's like your health packs are right here. They're on your back. Yeah. And like, it's just like your inventory is like, nah, nah, you can yeah. care whatever you want. He just like waves his hand and then he's got his new weapon. It's very funny. Is that because it hides it when it collapses the menu, maybe? You don't have to pull up the menu to switch weapons, though. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. what a sleight of hand. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, it's great. They even made some cool like story changes, and uh, the characters have like more meaningful deaths. I think I can say that in, in, in cool ways. So it's great. Dead Space, the best game I've played all year long. <laughs> say that. Amen. Uh. Yeah. Um, That's not true for me anymore. Because mm. now you're playing Metroid. Mm-hmm. That's what you know. Without I finished Dead Space, I need something new to play. I'll probably yeah. fire up. Metroid Prime Remastered tonight, which was a nice, very nice surprise from the Nintendo Direct. And Sam, you're playing through it again. You are a known, you are a known Metroid Prime uh, appreciator. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I would classify it as my favorite game of all time occasionally, mm-hmm. between Mario 3 and Breath of the Wild, right? So um, I, uh, I'm, I'm reviewing this, which is fun. Mm-hmm. It deserves a re-review after all this time and because it's just, it's just it's a lovely set of changes. But um, I can't put it down. I played through it many, many times before. And uh, can you remind me of what my phrasing was about the graphics before the show, Damon? Uh, well, that it looks amazing. You were, yeah, you were. I don't. I, think, I believe remember? I used a, a specific word to describe so it. So effing no. good. Yes, 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 I did. Yes. Well, it's like I swore, but I'm not going to this time. Okay, thank you. Uh, it, it looks incredible. So uh, one one thing that I did not know. Pfizer. <laughs> Scott Pfizer's um, is that, you know, they, they went through and redid a bunch of textures and stuff. We expect that, but they redid polygon models and um, yep. environmental effects and all this other stuff. When you go, or, and they still, they're not in this clip that we're watching. I don't know why they didn't just show the Chozo ruins because all this looks great or whatever. But man, every room is like lit by the enemies or like has like ambient lighting and your, your Morphal lights up stuff. And like, it just looks so cool in these corridors. And Every, like this game is so well composed, like with things connecting back to each other and everything. But what's really cool is like all those individual rooms, especially in that Chozo Ruins area, uh, they're all like detailed differently and they all have like different walls and like shapes and it's just like nothing else. Like there should be, like I said this about Dead Space, like I thought there'd be like two decades of Dead Space knockoffs and Resident Evil 4 knockoffs after those games came out. Yeah. There are like, this this is like a better campaign than any first person shooter I can imagine. Mm. Like it's so good, and it's like Halo gets to this level too. Like I really like Halo campaigns, but like this is this is that type of game. If you've never played Metroid Prime and you like really like Halo Three, like this is that type of game. It's that caliber of like single player game. Mm. It's so fun. They went so above and beyond. I watched, I don't know how this YouTube channel did it, but they already had a comparison, like a full-on comparison to the Wii version and the original GameCube version. And like the physics, like when you shoot your beam into the water, like there's and new ripples. physics effects. Yeah. And, and you know, you're right that we have come to expect new textures, you know, HD textures, but like redoing polygonal models to have more polygons in them than they had in the GameCube. It's like, it's like really above and beyond. Like they, they went, way harder than i think they had to or people expected them to they being you know this was done with uh, by retro studios primarily with help from um you know some other studios and so it's just like i i like i guess i shouldn't be surprised but i am um and in such a pleasant way um it's great i think my theory is that they sort of wanted to do this project to sort of catch the the newer people who work at retro up to speed, you know, like get, get get their feet wet before they like really went hard into Metroid Prime 4 um, with like the mm. technology and how it should be designed and, and all of that stuff. And so I'm, I'm glad that it was Retro who did this because if you look at this game, 
if I hadn't recognized all of this stuff from the original Metroid Prime, I would have thought that this was Metroid Prime 4. Like, this game looks amazing. Uh, it looks better than most Switch games. Um, and so it, I think that, like, it, they might have used it as, like, a little bit of a testing bed to get people ready for the mm -hmm. new development. Because most people who work at Retro so at this point didn't, didn't work on... Probably most of the people didn't work on any of the Metroid games because it's been so long since Metroid Prime 3, you know? So I, yep. I maybe we can uh, queue up. We did capture the um, the the first fifteen minutes, and then we also did another clip of like something else mm -hmm. of like the the shows of ruins I'm talking about. But like uh, w one thing that they really changed and added was controls, right? Mm -hmm. And like mm -hmm. they nailed it. It just feels like any great first person shooter game. Um, and then you can also switch to Wii controls, motion controls, if you want. Mm -hmm. Which is which are really good in the Wii version. I'll let you know how they are in the Switch version. Um, and you can switch back to the GameCube controls, which is stop and shoot for people that don't remember. You kind of stopped, locked on and shoot. But you have a big advantage with new control, with like contemporary shooter controls, because you can constantly move and shoot, and it makes you feel really powerful. Um, but there's like innovations in this game that like it was in this game, it was a big deal that you could jump and it felt fine. Like nobody had done a first person shooter where it's like this is fine. Like this like totally works, and I remember doing it the first couple of times. We'd be like, "Where are my feet? What's going on?" And then now it's it feels so natural, and uh, that's just a testament to like this game's influence. But it, it's really cool to do that. And I'll just say, as you play this, you will see things that they put in these games that are so clever that you would have never thought of. And when you replay it, you're like, "This is so smart." And one of those little examples, well, the map is one of them. It's incredible. But another little example is. Uh, if you're in a room with a power-up, the power-ups, and I think different power-ups, have a distinct hum, and it's actually proximity-based. So, like, you'll be like, and I didn't know this probably till like, the second time I played the game, and, like, I used to 100% this game and all this stuff. But you're in a room, and you're like, wow, wow. And if you, it, you'll be right next to it. You'll be like, I don't know how to get to this thing. Because it's not always obvious that you can, it's not always, like, bomb this because it looks like a hole in the wall you know like they don't do that in this game there, there's more complexity than that and so like i, I just think that's really brilliant because it means you can 100 percent the game by sound which mm. is so smart yeah they did um all that attention to detail is paying off um i think you know if you've been listening to gamescoop you know one of the things that i run is you know our commerce department our, our shopping content and like <laughs> metroid prime remaster the physical edition which my assumption is that most people are buying this game digitally because it's out now but mm -hmm. there is a physical edition that's coming out in a couple of weeks and it is overwhelmingly the best-selling video game from like daily deals from like our shopping content of this year so far wow. it's actually good it, well, I, oh, I just it's the go ahead, go ahead. You go. <laughs> I, I i jumped on that link for my gn uh i, I pre-ordered it yeah. because um uh, I'm playing like seven games right now, mm -hmm. so I'll get to it when I get to it. But I want a physical when I play it. So, and there's yeah, not and a, not a solid history of Nintendo keeping these in print because Trilogy is really valuable and went out of print right away. And then after that weird Mario uh, uh, remakes mm -hmm. incident, it's like what's <laughs> you know like get, snatch it up if you want yeah. it. Now, it's interesting because and by the way, compared to those Mario remakes, this game is just something else. If they if they learned something from the Mario 3D collection, like boy, this is this is the way to do it. And now I just want this for those games. Yeah, yeah. When I first played uh, Metroid Prime in whatever 2003, I want to say Sounds when it was released, far, right? I thought it was the best looking video game. 2002 when it was released. 2002. I thought it was the best looking video game I'd ever seen. Mm. But I have not played it since then. So mm. it's it's just it's cool that you know I'll get to sort of re-experience it with that, with the way it looks in my mind. Already. It's interesting because like so many people talk about how like the controls in the original are like kind of clunky nowadays. But like, I played it on the the trilogy on the Wii, so mm -hmm. I have no idea how it, like originally controlled. Mm -hmm. Yeah, on the GameCube, right? The GameCube game. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but I I, I played the the Wii yeah. version. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, that was a very very cool nice surprise from the Nintendo Direct. We also got a new look at uh, the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and we got a confirmation on the price, which is another aspect that people are talking about. But first. I don't know. I remain, like, you know, I love Breath of the Wild. I'm excited for Tears of the Kingdom. I, I feel pretty confident it's going to be great. But, I, I like, me, just just me, I, I still don't know what the game is, how different the map is from Breath of the Wild, and I don't know, like, how much I'm going to just get to, like, explore a new place. So that's why my 
hype level is a little bit muted. Yeah. That's just me. I was hoping the next time we saw this was going to be like a huge blowout like mm -hmm. they did at E3 yep. 2016. Because like, you, there's so much about these games that like you can't just go over in like a two, three minute trailer. Yeah. And it's a cool trailer. I like it. It's got a strong vibes to it. And you can definitely see a lot of new things, which is awesome. But like, I, I don't really know exactly. Like, you, you still don't know if there's dungeon, dungeons mm -hmm. in this game or not. You still don't mm -hmm. know, like, mm -hmm. you know, how you start. It seems a lot more story focused, which is cool because I guess one of the few things I wasn't a massive fan of, of Breath of the Wild was that it just didn't have much story. Mm -hmm. And this starts like kind of full blown, like, uh, you know, you assume it's dehydrated Ganon talking, um, <laughs> but uh, with like kind of a bad voiceover, at least from the clip we got. I mean, I thought. Oh, I liked it. I thought yeah. all the. What, what did you say, Damon? You're I like, said, "Well, I'm Japanese." Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be playing <laughs> with the Japanese voice language track again. But like, oh, you guys didn't like it? No, not at all. No. Oh, I thought it was like such a strong sort of. I thought it was like very intense and like match. Like the game just seems very dark and very Majora's Mask, like weird and dark and bleak in like a good way. And I thought the voiceover matched that personally. I th but I think, you know, I don't know. I guess because there's there's a really famous trailer for Breath of the Wild. I think they released it like January before it mm -hmm. came out, and it's I think it's the greatest trailer ever made for anything. Uh, and it's one it's like where like five minutes long. Yeah, and like the main theme kicks in like two thirds of the way through it, and it's it's incredible. But the voiceovers in that are also kind of bad because they just sort of took them from the game and like they just felt kind of out of context and it felt like like different music was placed behind it. But I think they worked really well in the game. So I, I'm sure that the voice acting will be good once we're actually playing it. Um, the thing that excited me the most was the um, Banjo-Kazooie nuts and bolts uh, well, vehicle mm -hmm. that, you're, that you're making. Yeah. Because like people like made this crap while they were like playing their original Breath of the right. Wild. They just sort of like, you know, strung it together with like, uh, carts from the mine and using magnesis and then they could just fly throughout the map and so it, to, it, my impression is that like the developers saw that and they were like let's just make it part of the game mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. I don't know Sam, Justin, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, I, I agree with Colin, or I agree with you, Damon, that the game could use like it needs like a thirty-minute direct on like you know here's your new weapons and bomb types, and you have this new power, and like now don't spoil the story for me, but like we're just getting these weird oblique hints and references, like we don't really know two months out. What's, <laughs> yeah, 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 and, yeah, and the game's like three months away, and so. You know, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't. I don't know if we are still to get that. Like, is that coming sometime in April, or is Nintendo's thing just like, no, we're not going to bother. Like, this, where they're going to sell, you know, twenty-five million units of this thing, whether they do that or not. Like, I don't. I don't really have a sense of that. Um, I do. I do. Although I don't actually like Majora's Mask that much, is the irony. But I really like that direction of. It's clearly darker. Mm -hmm. It's clearly going for something, you know, more intense and kind of like dark fantasy and mature. And um, I think that's exciting and interesting. So, you know, mm. I'm on board. Mm. But, um, but you know, it's tough. Like, it's tough to say more. We don't really know too much about it still. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it looks really good. We should, yeah. You know, there was all of that. Uh, kind of. I, I mean, I think it looks better than the mm. first game because everyone has a lot of people have very great memories of the first one and especially it was like sort of colored by like oh I can play this on the go that's insane this is the best looking yeah. portable game I've ever seen but then you know you play it six years on and you see that like you know the textures are pretty rough in that game and the, the frame rate dips a lot and just from this you know small obviously very manicured trailer like it seemed to run really well it seems like the textures were pretty good it looked a lot like the first one but just you know maybe zhuzhed up a little bit yeah. Sam, Switch is old yeah, it's a, it's a big old. cartridge too, so there's a, there... lot, a lot of stuff in there that's very unusual for Nintendo. Mm. I think that's an interesting fact. The biggest file size of any Nintendo game ever. Mm -hmm. And it's, even, it's not even no. that big. <laughs> not even that big. 18 yeah. gigs. <laughs> yeah, the but they fit game. the first one into like five or six or something. It's, it, it's, was like, it's, it's like, it was like 12, but still. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's very low, though, but that's because yeah. they compress and stuff. Yeah, I, in terms of the graphics stuff, like I think what they need to do is is be so clever with um, covering up draw distance because they're using things in the sky and things, like, really far away. And, um, you know, if they make that beautiful and covered up in the right way with, you know, weather effects, I think that'll work really well. But there's a risk in, in, in it being, like, you know, kind of... Uh, uh, pop any, uh, mm -hmm. which I can't tell from this. Like it does look like they're obscuring a bunch of stuff because like, and that, that could look really good. Um, this game, like the, I, it doesn't look like. Okay, let me let me put it this way. 
Okay. What we could be seeing in this video uh, could be from the first 10 hours of the game. And yep. then it could go completely haywire and we could never see something familiar again. I have no idea. And I don't think they're going to show us. And remember how they said that Tears of the Kingdom was a spoiler? Yeah. So like, they didn't want to tell us the name. Like they're not showing us that stuff either. So like I want to have the confidence in this game to be like, well, they're showing us stuff that like is neat and funny and stuff, but they're really hiding the game. And they're hiding the game for a reason. And like that's really interesting to me. Now, if they're hiding the game because they think it looks too samey, that would be a problem. But I want to think that they're hiding it because there's just something really special going on here. And what we're seeing is the familiar and the unfamiliar is what we haven't seen yet. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. It does make sense. I, you know, I, we have to kind of uh, like I'm not I've not been down on it. I hope I haven't come across that way. I'm very, very excited about it. But it's sort of like reorienting myself around the fact that like Breath of the Wild is one of the greatest video games ever made of all time. And like the team got to do another one and like build on that. And they've been working on it for like five years. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, OK. Like once you sort of remember that context, mm-hmm. you know, then then I think that that allows my like hype level to build back up again. Yeah. Did you see that we're doing a bunch of breakdowns of this footage and our staff has noticed some really cool stuff. But one interesting take is that one of those shots is underground, which I thought was. Neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that would be a natural thing to do. You know, there's. Oh, OK, well, Zelda's going way back. have had Dark World or Pasts and alternate versions and stuff. And, and it would be interesting to to have an above world and a below world. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not beautiful though, because an underground is gonna be a lot of caverns and stuff, but who knows? I mean, that type of stuff is interesting. Um, I'm wondering though, if there is a, a, there is a complete world transformation, either as a story beat or as uh, you know something you can go between. Um, mm. That would just be like, it's just such a Zelda thing. And like, in terms of doubling a game, like that would just be really cool to have something. This episode of Game Scoop is brought to you by NordVPN. As Scoop Nation knows, your Omega Cops have been a little obsessed with a movie called Weekend at Bernie's lately. But as happens too often these days, it is difficult to find it streaming here in the U.S. That's where NordVPN comes in. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location to a more enlightened region where they appreciate the comic delights of Weekend at Bernie's. And it's not just for streaming movies and shows. Switching your virtual location can allow you to save money by purchasing flights, hotels, and subscriptions from other countries at a cheaper price. And you can do all this worry-free as NordVPN threat protection features protect you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. Best of all, NordVPN costs the price of a cup of coffee a month, and one account can be used on up to six devices. To get the best discount on your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com gamescoop. Our link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com gamescoop. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. I hope it's... I hope there's it's, a lot of story stuff. I forget who mentioned that. I think Colin did. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's just, there's just a lot. And I still can't tell when this is taking place or, like, why Zelda and Link have to do anything. Even though they're showing us so many story beats. I think that's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope it turns out great. Yeah, it's just it's just a, still a little bit of a mystery, an unknown quantity for me. We also got a release date for what is probably my most anticipated game, I think, right now, which is Dead Cells: Return to Castlevania. That one's coming out March sixth. I thought you were going to say Advance Wars. Yeah, wow. that's what I was. Thinking, <laughs> that was yeah. quite a twist. Oh no, yeah, this definitely more in, in, uh, anticipated for this one than Advance Wars. But I'll, the I'm music is so good. I know. Yeah, it is. I just can't. It's just like such a cool 
combination of like the developers of Dead Cells just getting to use the IP that inspired them and do a much better job with it, it seems like, than Konami has done in probably decades. It just seems so awesome, so cool. Now and we, we, I asked this of this group before, but we don't know if it's standalone, right? It's not standalone. It's DLC. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I don't mean it in terms of purchasing. I mean it in the terms of like, can I just play this game? Uh, oh. Can I start this game from the start? I think I read an interview with um, Motion Twin, the developer, and there's. I think they are figuring out. They want to uh, make it uh, easy for newcomers to get to this content if they're if this content is what's bringing them to Dead Cells. Mm. Yeah. So I think there'll be some hand-holding to a, like, allow you to just see the, this new stuff, the Castlevania stuff, if that's what you're here for. Mm. I great. love the animations. Love I love all that. That is March 6th. But speaking of Advanced Wars, we know that's out now April 21st. Mm-hmm. Not, it wasn't mm-hmm. a shadow drop like a lot of people yeah. thought it might be. But it's great to have it finally yeah. have a release date again. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't its previous release date last April? I, that sounds about oh. right. I, think so. I can't remember when the war in Ukraine started. On, it was last what, spring. It was around then. February. And so, yeah, that was the reason it was originally delayed. And yeah. I think I think Nintendo was kind of just waiting for that to sort of hopefully end, and clearly it hasn't. So yeah. I think finally they're just like, okay, well, let's just release it when we don't yeah. have a game coming out. Um, but, you know, still looks really good. I'm glad yeah. they didn't shadow drop it because I still haven't finished Fire Emblem. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. Which I, I, I am, the more I play that game, the more I love that game. Because mm. it's got such deep systems, and I went and played it last night because they dropped some DLC for it. And it's just, there's so much going on. There's so many like little things you can tweak for individual characters with the ring system and, and to just grow them differently. And it's just so much fun. And um, it's, it's probably in my top 10 Switch games. Um, I think a lot of people uh, are down on it because of its differences from, from Three Houses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's fair. But uh, I, I prefer it to Three Houses, and mm. I'm just really enjoying it. Yeah, I need to get back. I'm 10 hours in now. Mm. I love it. Mm. I want to keep playing it, but I have to do Prime for a little while, and I'll go back to it for sure. I have no question. I love it. I, I'm super you know, attached to it already, and it's been drawing me in. I have no idea what that DLC meant in any way, and I've played this game <laughs> so, every night for a week. So basically, um, I, I bought the DLC pack sort of sight unseen, which was maybe stupid of me, but... Um, Initially, it only let you do like one extra side mission um, that would get you Tiki, who's a, a character okay. that will transform you into a dragon. Yeah, the dragon. Useful. Yeah, I like Tiki, yeah. And then it also gave you the bracelet that would give you the emblems for the Three Houses characters, which is really cool because mm-hmm. it like will randomly switch them for you depending on which turn you decide to like engage with them. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that was really cool. And then this one adds, like I think... <sighs> three or four other um, bracelet emblems, and they're all very strong, and I, I've, I've only done the first two for the DLC that just came out, because uh, I, I had to go to bed. But, um, yeah, and These are really post-game fun. things? That's what a Xenolog is, it's, right? Uh, they call them paralogs, so they let you just sort of like Whoa. jump to the side um, and, and do them whenever. Um, and there's a bunch of like little like nodes on the map that were like empty that you couldn't do anything with right away but now that the second wave is in a bunch of them opened up and you can now like travel to them and they're really fun to do that after you beat the game it i don't know i'm pretty far through the game i think i only like have five or six chapters left so this dlc is hitting perfectly for you you're like exactly well and and, so it's helpful yeah and i think a lot of people complained that they you know were releasing dlc right away which i understand because it's like oh the content's already done why didn't you include it with the game and i get that but i think there's a lot of content in the game and i actually don't play dlc very often because i don't really want to go back to games a lot you know unless it's like something that's really meaty and like story based i rarely actually go back for dlc but this is nice because like i haven't actually finished the game so i'm going to use all of these emblems like in the in the end game so i i'm i'm really enjoying it yeah i definitely um, want to get back to that one go ahead sam i'm i'm oh i just i'm resentful that the advanced wars section of this game scoop got taken over by fire emblem (laughs) just like the just like like on this earth yeah just like real life (laughs) um no i'm not actually resentful but um but i am happy to see that the game didn't get you know permanently shelved uh that the game being advanced wars reboot camp and um that trailer that they showed um, that's all new, like all that animated footage that like, you know, kind of luscious and anime style, like intro 
that's really cool. And as someone that like, you know, really has an affinity for those games and those characters, you know, seeing Nell and just all, all of them back was like in kind of like this HD, really well animated form was interesting. I'm sure it was deliberate because they didn't want to show a trailer with like combat or fighting or war in it. But um, even so, it was it was cool. Oh. Yeah. I hope <laughs> from I, Wars. I hope um I hope that <clears throat> if if the reboot does well enough, I really do hope that it means that they'll bring it back in some way, shape, or form. Because uh they I won't. mean I actually never played Advance Wars and I really oh, well. want to. Um and now I, I'll well. get the chance. But uh it, it always seems like a just a sort of slightly different kind of strategy game um from um Intelligent Systems, right, is the developer of the mm-hmm. original. Um, and yes. so, you know, I, I wanted to try that like slightly different kind of, of strategy. Um, well, you might get a chance to play the original at some point in the not too distant future on your Nintendo Switch. Now that Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games are available with Nintendo Switch Online, Master of Transition. Only if you pay more for GBA, though. Yeah, but I already am because yeah. <laughs> my son is just obsessed with Mario Kart now, so I had to. I had to go to the expansion pass. We technically yeah. got how many shadow drops last night? If we're going to include all of the Game Boy oh and Game gosh. Boy Advance games, no, it's yeah. dozens of games. <laughs> well, so it's, it's interesting. So first of all, I think this is very cool. Very cool to have Game Boy yep. and Game Boy Advance games on the Switch. Uh, the the game list for each one is is a little bit small right now. I'm sure they'll add to it in the future. But I think it's funny. Both the game list for the Game Boy and GBA consists of a lot of games that make a lot of sense and each one has one just completely random <laughs> game thrown in there. Yep. They're like, what? where did this come from? So on the Game Boy, you've got all first-party games and then a Capcom classic that's all great. Tetris, Super Mario Land 2, uh, Link's Awakening DX, Game & Watch Gallery 3, Metroid 2, Return of Samus, Warrior Land 3, Kirby's Dream Land, and then the Capcom game, Gargoyle's Quest, which is great. Mm. And then, what? Alone in the Dark, The New Nightmare. <laughs> What the, the Game Boy Color game, which IGN's Craig Harris gave a four, mm. and he, I had, cool. Anyone who's been around long enough, Craig Harris was just tossing out tens left and right for the Game Boy Color back then. So for that game to get a four, why is it in this first? Why is it here? It's so completely random. When the Game Boy Advance, it is really random. like random one, has like that stick that like rotates around and you so, have to like move yeah. it around. Oh, that game! No, that game's dope. Okay, okay, yes. I'll let, I'll let, I'll let okay. you talk about so it. So the Game Boy Advance game <laughs> list is Super Mario Advance Four, which is Mario Brothers Three, mm-hmm. War- WarioWare the original, Mario Kart Super Circuit, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, Zelda the Minish Cap, and mm-hmm. then this other game, Kuru 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 In, which is a puzzle game from aiding, I believe. And as Justin said, I think it's good. But also just com- also just seems random to just throw that <laughs> well, in there too. But I don't I don't know did that get because I imported that game and I'm not sure it came out in English. Mm-hmm. Maybe That's it did. Well, that. well, well name again, certainly isn't. Maybe, maybe it did. <laughs> again, also I, I, I don't I don't know if it did, but like but like if so, like what a deep cut, like what a like what an opportunity to play a game that maybe not enough people. Well, yeah. play. The idea is you're not um, supposed to let the stick hit the objects, right? <clears throat> Yeah, the stick is spinning around all the time, and then you have to try to move it through the stage. It's just, it's just Operation Advance. It's, it's really, really addictive, and you know, it's. I don't know. I don't have enough good things to say about so, it. Actually, like I meant to, I meant to before the show. It's right in the closet behind me. I meant to grab it and have it, and I forgot. Justin, are you aware of the pedigree of the developers behind Kuru Kuru Kurui? Um, no. So eating, which. They folded Rising into aiding in the in the early two thousands, and Rising <laughs> made Battle Garega and what Armed Police Batrider. It's like it's well, there that you go. Team well, made this crazy puzzle game. <laughs> anyway, that's awesome. Uh, I I think those libraries are great. I'm really struck. Well, two things. One, they got Tetris. Like who? How, like how? Like who do they have to pay to get the original Game yeah. Boy Tetris? Like who has the rights to that? How did that come together? EA just generally and has then, the rights to Tetris now, right? Yeah. I mean, I think so, right? The te- there is a Tetris holding company. Like I don't really, you know, I don't know. Like Tetris you know, holding. it's weird because the EA, EA is not the developer <laughs> a, of the Game I Boy hope one. The audience heard that one. That was great. Uh, Tetris like Hold'em. Great job. Yeah. Thank you. We gotta talk about Super Mario Brothers three. Okay. Mm. Yeah, dude, it's got the, it's so cool. It's got the levels. It's got the e-reader levels. That is unbelievable. I have never played yeah. those. I am so Same. desirous of playing those. <laughs> it's my favorite game of all time. And there's 40 other levels. Mm-hmm. I actually nobody's did played play them. the e-reader levels when I was a kid. I don't know why my parents bought me an e-reader, but they did. But even I, if you played some, it's hard to get them all. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I and I um 
I was actually really confused about Look at that, Look at that level. It looks Mario like some game. Mario Maker crap. <laughs> right? What is that? I was really confused what about which this? Mario game was which because like I kind of like yeah. played a lot of them first on the Game Boy Advance. And so it's like the numbering is all over the place. I know, like one of them is Yoshi's Island, and I don't know which one it yeah, is. Yeah, Super Mario Advance is Yoshi's Island. <laughs> yeah, and so it's just like, oh, this is the first Mario game, but clearly it's not. And it was just like, it's yeah. just very confusing to me as a yeah. kid. And the, the other thing that strikes me about these games is that they added online and local multiplayer to almost all of them where it made sense. So Tetris on the Game Boy mm-hmm. has online multiplayer. And to me, that's so above and beyond and so kind of... Yeah. Un Nintendo like of like you know that they used didn't to come just take a wire a wire yeah <laughs> yeah like how so it's like I, I'm blown away that like this is not like let's slap an emulator on our console and then let's upload some game ROMs and then here you go like they had like someone like an engineer had to code multiplayer online multiplayer into a game that didn't have it and was never supposed to have it. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand how that's possible or how it makes sense for Nintendo to be like spending their time and effort and energy in doing that. Like, I'm really blown away by that. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me, I I have to correct myself here. I knew I was wrong as soon as I said it. Super Mario Advance is Mm. Super Mario Brothers 2. Yep. Which is Doki Doki Panic. Yes. (laughs) Super Mario World is Super Mario Advance 2. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yoshi's Island is Super Mario Advance 3. And mm-hmm. Super Mario Advance 4 is Super Mario Brothers. And I'm sitting those in a weird order because they actually switch the titling. Which one is placed first, the Advance or the name of the game? So the fourth one in the series, Super Mario Advance 4, colon, Super Mario Brothers 3. <laughs> I love it. I think I think the funniest moment of the direct to me was just when they were talking about Tetris for like ten seconds and they started describing what Tetris yeah. is. It was just like yeah, yeah. blocks yeah. fall from the, the sky blocks. and you and yeah, they're yeah, like we know, we know. Like, you don't need to do that. It's like my grandma knew what Tetris was. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have a scoop, Jim. Tetris Holding LLC owns the Tetris rights worldwide. Mm. The ex- yeah. the exclusive licensee. Uh, is called the Tetris Company, which is owned by Alexei Pajitnov and Blue Planet and Software. Yeah, Hank Rogers. Yeah, that guy. Slash Blue Planet Software. Mm. So, there you go. That's why they can. I, I feel this. Does EA just license it out for like the the yeah. mobile yeah. versions? Yeah. Or there's there's Tetris Effect also. Is that not EA? I'm not I sure. mean. Th- the way that that all works is still like how it worked in the '80s because Nintendo had the license for handheld systems and their consoles and then uh atari had the license for arcades and sega had the license for arcades in japan only <clears throat> so that cool. sega made a tech made tetris in japan for arcades i've never even played that game it's just an arcade game yeah. you can get everybody really loves it too it's got such a great rep i've never played it i think that means i can go now probably yeah Okay. <clears throat> and we're back. We had a little bit of uh, technical difficulty on, on Justin's side. His laptop was about to run out of batteries, so we've had to remove his video, but Justin is still here in spirit. I'm still Can, here. Is the spirit... Ooh, the spirit of justice is with, with us. The, the funny thing is that face, if you're watching the video, I'm making that exact face right now. <laughs> I, I felt that. I, I, I could sense that you were making that face. All right, we've been talking about the Nintendo Direct from this week, which had a bunch of really cool-looking games in it that we can't wait to play. But there's a type of game for the Nintendo Switch that never seems to appear in these Nintendo Directs, even though it's a game that there is an abundance of on uh, on the Nintendo Switch. Mm. So that brings us to the Nintendo Seal of Quantity (laughs) and this week's new games. Uh, None of these made the Direct? Hold on, hold on. None of these actually made the Direct? If we're done talking about the... If we're done talking about the direct, I want to say very, very quickly, uh, Pikmin 4 looks mm. great. You get a very cute dog. Mm. And they announced a new Professor Layton. Yes. He's yeah. back. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. right. I also wanted to mention we, 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 I also wanted to mention Ghost Trick HD. We're just running low on time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's all good. I won't derail any further. I just I'm so pumped for Professor Layton, new fantasy life. Like there's a lot of good, really deep cuts in the direct that like, you know, yeah. I'm sorry that I lost so much time to my computer issue, but Latin, yeah. Odyssey, and Bait and Kados collections. I know. Oh, so good. I know. All these. It was a really good direct. Okay, viewers and listeners, the Nintendo Seal of Quality is your assurance that no one at Nintendo is watching what is being published on the eShop. Anyone can just publish whatever. Does it? It's just no matter how half-assed it is, how janky it is, 
you can publish it on the Nintendo Or full-assed, as they say. Yeah, full-assed, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Got some good news this week. Our first one this week, available now on our Nintendo Switch, is Beat Them Up Box Simulator Boxing Battle Fight Combat for Nintendo Switch Ultimate 2023. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Classic SEO play. Not boxing. It's box. <laughs> Not boxing. Box. The actual visuals okay. don't look that bad. It's funny that mm-hmm. they put Nintendo Switch in the name of the game. I guess again for like the search Nintendo thing. Switch. But you're searching, searching Nintendo you're Switch. You're searching on the Nintendo, Nintendo Switch. Switch. <laughs> um, okay, so this isn't about boxing because one guy just has a straight up gun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so this is like is this, is box fighting something? So Sam, uh, the description his name reads is box. <laughs> the description reads Mr. Box. Beat them up is a 2D game on levels where the main type of fight is boxing. Okay. And then it says, this is the description that's on the, the website for the game. These games typically involve simple controls and gameplay. Beat them ups often feature large numbers of enemies that appear on screen at once. These games often feature boss battles against larger, more powerful enemies, and may also stages that the player must complete. What? Okay, that's a Wikipedia yeah. entry on beat em ups. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, yes. Also, did it actually say beat them ups in there? Beat them up. Wow, I've never, yep. I've never. Yeah, heard they of glammed the full it up a bit. Name. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it says the amazing classical hard fighter and action game. And finally, you think they just came out of that bar that's called Triple X every day? Absolutely, Triple X every day. And finally, experience street fighting in a relaxing action game. Huh. Relax. So I'm glad it's relaxing. Yeah, relaxing I mean, I need that at the end of the day. Hey, look, games I've like always, this often yeah. include boss fights and multiple enemies on screen. Does this one? Mm, yep, yep, yep. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Moving on. So that one was Beat Them Up Box Simulator <laughs> Boxing Battle Fight Combat for Nintendo Switch Ultimate 2023, but it's not the only box game we've got this week. The next one is Oh no. Box Roulette Simulator Boxing Battle Fight Combat for Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Another game that okay, they put This is a tough choice. And so it says, if you're looking for most exciting game and you're ready to risk, Box Roulette is the exactly for <laughs> your. You know, I think oh, Box man. Roulette traditionally is just uh, elephant, like uh, secret elephant Christmas giving, you know? Yeah, actually. Yeah, that's yeah. Box Roulette. That's, that's, that's wow, accurate. this looks like such shit. I put my roulette chip on brown. <laughs> yeah, so I just want to read this again, and I want to point out that this, this copy is on Nintendo.com. Nintendo is allowing this copy to exist on its official website. It says, if you're looking for most exciting game and you're ready to risk, Box Roulette is the exactly for your. Mm. Exactly for your what? <laughs> it says, we're giving you the oh, chance to play, fun. we're giving you the chance to play one of the most extreme games in human history. <laughs> this is a... So what's going on here is that it's Russian roulette. Yeah. With 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 I think you you just get punched yep. or something. Yes. The most There's a box on the table. <laughs> so it's like it's you... like it's like Manhunt and Manhunt 2 and Thrill Kill and then Box Roulette yep. Simulator. Most extreme <laughs> in human the, history. The descriptions Yeah, the description says here is how it works. As this game is really exciting and the consequences of it are unpredictable, we placed a box in the middle of a spinning roulette and you can't know if that box will open exactly on your turn and if it will punch you with the whole strength. Hmm. The Mm. whole strength. Mm -hmm. Damn. That's Box Roulette Simulator Boxing Battle Fight Combat for Nintendo Switch. The next one is Kart Crazy Race Simulator Game. (laughs) It's a kart racer. What is it? It It certainly is. The world's drabest kart race. <laughs> the, the description reads, fast and dynamic kart races. If you are craving it and looking for it, Kart Crazy Race Simulator will not make you bored. The oh. textureless <laughs> quality of, of, the, of the map reminds me a lot of like a traditional cruising, but like yeah. back wow. when like having no textures was completely acceptable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This game would have gotten, <laughs> this game would have been $50 in 1998 and would have gotten like a seven out of 10 in EGM. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Well, and yeah, that's true. And the litmus test that EGM used at the time for all games was, will this make you bored? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not make you bored. Okay, I think I've saved my favorite one for last this week. Our final game this week is Shark Attack, Fish Predator, Ocean Sea Adventure Survival. <laughs> and you play as a shark. So this is your poor man's man-eater. Your poor man-eater mm. is basically what this one is. 
It reads, who is the king of the underwater world? What animal is as old as the world? Many people don't even know what it looks like. Of course it's a shark. <laughs> so, wow. a couple things to unpack so, so many mysteries that are going to be answered by this game. A couple. But they were answered this question. Everyone knows a couple what things a shark looks yes. like. Yeah. Yes, sharks have been around for a very long time. Not as old as the world, though. No, no not no. quite. The, old, the world was here a very long time before sharks showed up. And also, who doesn't know what a shark looks like? There's many photos of them. You could just type shark into into any electronic device. Um, or you we're type looking at shark. photos of them right now yeah. in the game. Very photorealistic mm. graphics. It says, with oh, our... I hope that hammerhead shark watches out for that sea <laughs> mine. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> charge. And why is there a sea mine here in the sunken ruins? It's like they're like it's like Atlantis or something. Uh, it's you gotta like, nuke something. With our game Shark Attack Fish Predator, you can feel like a shark. Freedom of action, gnaw, break, scare. No one will defeat you. Sam, I think. Gnaw. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can add a new question to your um, twenty questions repertoire, Sam. Uh, can you gnaw, break, or scare in this game? <laughs> can you gnaw, break, or scare? Yes. Um, did you see that there's a there's two meters, and I wonder what one is. I didn't one's see probably oh, yeah. life, but the other one just, it has like a yeah. little it's lightning like bolt. Yeah, shark maybe it's like a fr frenzy. Yeah, shark well, frenzy Well, there was meter. that story this week about a bunch of cocaine getting lost in I the ocean. Yeah. I saw so that story. That's actually yeah. a cocaine meter, yeah. I believe. Co cocaine yeah. shark. <laughs> yeah, it's good. There's also, looks to be some sort of shark collectible token system. And then mm -hmm. uh, on the right, you can see there's a, what appears to be a, water meter which is like you can't run out of water <laughs> Why is there a water don't, don't run out of water unless you can <laughs> unless you're able important. to exit the water yeah. yeah and go on land it's just always full <laughs> well i've never seen a shark before but i i, I would like to see one out the develop here's what happened the developer bought an asset package for included a hud for like an underwater adventure game but it was intended for like a human where you yeah had to manage your air and so it's just there for the shark. That's game. plausible. Finally, it says I, I have a new twenty questions question too. It's okay. uh, Damon. Is this game as old as the world? <laughs> <laughs> Does your character know what a shark looks like? <laughs> uh, finally, it says a variety of terrain with many interesting locations will not leave you indifferent. Oh, there you go. Will yep. not leave you That's indifferent. Th nope. Now that's the rubric that OXM yeah. used to use. Yep. Does this game leave you indifferent? <laughs> like, I want to point out that hate is also not indifferent. So, you know, maybe that means you'll mm. hate it. <laughs> that's, that's one true. of the meters. Yeah, indifference is the worst. There you have it. <laughs> Another exciting episode of the Nintendo Seal of Quantity. I oh, you, I just have one more question. Sorry, yeah. Damon. Was yeah. that eight-legged creature that kind of has a bulbous head a shark? I think it's so. I think they're counting it as a shark because okay. no one. There's a lot of people that don't know what it looks like, including yeah. some of the developers. Yeah, yeah. I, my promise to you, dear listeners and viewers, the week that Nintendo does not dump a bunch of crap on the eShop store is the week I won't do that segment. Is this third or fourth? Why does the direct, the, I mean, the direct directors be like, hey, be yeah. cool this week, y'all. Be cool. cool. I know we let you put games on here whatever you want, but can you just hold off this week while everybody's in the eShop? Yeah, yeah. Well, see, they want to capitalize on that. They it's need to start figure out how to put Metroid in their title. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and that brings us to Video Game 20 Questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Chris in, ooh, I'm going to butcher this, Solihull, England. Hmm. I don't know how it's pronounced. Solihull, S-O-L-I-H-U-L-L. How would you pronounce that if you were from England? Um, I was thinking about doing a British accent, but I've decided not to. <laughs> I almost tricked him. <laughs> it's probably a lot shorter than the syllables left yeah. on, let onto it, so it's probably just like soul. Yeah, that's it's probably yeah. like some. Yeah. There's probably like an R in there that's not in there. It's like surreal, and then like the locals all say it that mm, way. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. In any case, let the questioning begin. Can you maim, bite, or <laughs> I forgot what the three were already. No. No. Nah, that's right. What was it? Nah, break or scare? I don't think that's that bad. We can ask that. No, we Do you not break or scare? Do you really want yeah. to? <laughs> can, can you not <laughs> break or scare in this game? <laughs> yes. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I don't think it's not. It could be, it it's could be. most likely breaking. Could be scary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it could be scare. Uh, uh, you can't scare in bubble wobble. You can break them. Um, it, mm. You certainly can. Uh, bubbles are get, 
hella broken in that game. <laughs> Did this game come out before the year 2000? No. Okay. That's no fun. <laughs> Did this come out in the year 2010 or later? No. Okay. Can Colin see the name of this game on your laptop next to him? I don't know, can he? I mean, I would, I would assume that would be possible if I were to get a different <laughs> angle. <laughs> mm, uh, okay, uh, did, was this game developed no, in can't. Japan? Ooh. Ooh, Dane's just showing us the whole thing. Was this game developed He's in just Japan? just shopping. <laughs> <laughs> was this game developed, just playing Factorio. developed in Japan? No. Okay. Mm. Should we ask if it was the United States or do, is, do you think that's a waste? I want to narrow down platform. Not yet. Okay. Was this a platform exclusive? No. That's five. Should we go for era? We know it's a 2010s game. Well, tw- tw- 2000s game, right? What did you ask? Mm-hmm. Didn't you yeah. ask so if it came out? What was the question you asked, Colin? Didn't you ask? I asked 2010 or later. So it's between the year 2000 and 2009. Oh, okay, my bad. That's what I meant. So I guess it could be the PS2 generation or the 360 generation, right? That's the same mm-hmm. generation. No. no. PS2 is Xbox. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The 60s the next one. Yeah, sorry. So I just, is this I just from the 360... Is this from the 360 generation of games? You're asking me that? Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. So, not, so Are you asking me the thing you just no. asked me? We asked you a question about yeah, gnawing. It sounded like you were telling me it was. That's okay. what I heard. Anyway. Okay, so it was probably like a multi-platform, like 360 PS3 type game, most likely, yeah. Did this game appear on the Nintendo Wii? No. Uh, is this game based on a license? No. Was this game published by uh, a frequent E3? Uh, I forget how we frame this question. Does, does the publisher of this game have an E3 conference frequently? Um, or have they ever had an E3 conference, I guess? Yes. That makes it really hard. Okay. <laughs> it's I mean, fine, like, it's fine. Like, that includes like Konami and... Yeah, except the game's yeah. not Japanese. Oh, that's true. That's true. Interesting. The answer is yes. Um, yeah, the answer was yes. Do you think it's an EA game, or yeah, or Ubi- yeah Ubisoft? Could be. Could be. Does this um, developer still have E3 press conferences? But who, you're asking if the develop the developer has E3 press conferences. Anybody? No, the publisher. <laughs> Who's in like, yeah, the right. yes pile? Like, I don't know. Did EA have one at the last E3? I can't even remember. <clears throat> no, you be dead. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember if EA did. No, I don't think so. so that's no good. Um, let's think. Should is, we just... this, uh, the, is this part of a series? Yes, that's 10. Okay. Should we try to nail down if it's Ubisoft or not, or do we think that's going to yeah, be a waste? Yeah, I think that's fine. Uh, is this a French publisher? No. Okay. So I mean, it's probably. We could always do. Is this a Ubisoft, EA, or THQ yeah. game? Well, we know it's not Ubisoft. That's fair. We can just do that with three different things now. At this point, it's, pro- so, it's probably. Yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were there were those weird THQ conferences for a few years there. Mm. Yeah. Do you remember when they came out with that drawing could be mo- thing? Yeah, it could be weird. Microsoft and be Minecraft. Yeah. You definitely, um, you definitely break in that game. Mm-hmm. It's true. It, and you're not. Even okay, so... <laughs> I don't think you scare, though. You get you scared. Get scared. Spook- the creepers, the creepers, yeah, they can, they can scare the spooky you. spooky noises. Okay, so should we, should we try to get a... Uh, we just don't really know anything about this game still. Yeah. Hmm. Does this game uh, have a multiplayer of note? No. Is this game in the first uh, person perspective? No. Okay. 
we're we're really doing poorly, guys. <laughs> it's like yeah. we don't have that many questions. Yeah, it's just hard when it's not. Yeah, and it's hard when we when every yeah. answer is no. It's like, what do we know about this game? It was yeah. not made in France or Japan. <laughs> um, it was on the single single player, single player only. only PS3 yeah. and 360, and that's kind of it. I guess should we do the three like like is this like a a platformer, an RPG, or a, a action game type thing? Sure, but I, I okay. Let's do those three. Okay. Sorry, what do you want? I wouldn't do I wouldn't do a platformer and action game at the same time because those have too much overlap. Okay, what would you guys say? I don't know. RPG, <laughs> uh, action game, or sports sure. game. Sure, let's do those three. RPG, action game, or sports game? Yes. I bet it's an action game. I bet it's a third-person <clears throat> action game. Should we? Go for that. How many do we have left? Six? Five questions and a guess. Five questions and a guess. Okay. Okay, is this, is this an action game? No. That's 15. Shoot. Do we want to try to go a for we- sports? A Western yeah. RPG is super gonna, that's interesting. That's exactly what I was going to say. Okay, is this an RPG? Yes. Okay, oh. so it's a Western RPG, third person. Uh, I wonder if it's one of those Eurojank RPGs like that were always coming out back then. There's like two worlds... Well, Did Bioware stuff start coming out on multiple platforms by this point? Yes. Um, yeah, like Mass Effect, yeah, Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect 2 onwards, yeah. And, uh, and that would be EA. Dragon Age. Yeah. Mass Effect 2 was it before 2010. Should we ask if this is fantasy or something like that? Yeah. Or do we think that's a waste of a question? Yeah, that's is, good. Is this a fantasy game? Yes. Okay. Fantasy RPG. Made in the West. I love it. That's Maybe weird. it's Kingdom of, Zom- of Amalur again. <laughs> again. <laughs> again. Um, okay, so... What were some of those that we were mulling over? Uh, so what's Dragon Age available as? There's also Oblivion, right? That, yeah. Kind of stuff. yeah. Except it's not first and, person. Yeah. Yeah, so that wouldn't that wouldn't. Oh, it. that's good. We got that. Yeah, could be. Oh, can't be Fable because that's an exclusive. What about like Baldur's Gate or PC RPGs? Yeah, I yeah, it's true. We are making an assumption that it was a console game, but it was multi-platform, and I don't know. Yeah, it was not. It was not a platform exclusive. So, it's part of a series. Mm-hmm. Jade Empire was an exclusive. I think it could be. And I guess that was I the think first it could Xbox. be Dragon Age. Okay, the first. What was the What was the first Dragon Age called? Was it just Dragon Age, or was it? Uh, yeah, I, Dragon Age Origins. I th- well, okay, maybe it was Origins. I could, I just call it Dragon Age One. <laughs> what about The Witcher? <laughs> yeah, Witcher One and Two it could be. One yeah. was PC only. Two Two came to consoles. Maybe one also came to consoles, but it was like mainly considered a PC game. Two, two so is definitely on Xbox questions. and PC. Two questions and a guess. Two questions and a guess. Should we ask if this game has an announced sequel? Witcher, Witcher didn't... The CD Projekt doesn't have E3 press conferences. No, EA definitely yeah, does. EA definitely mm-hmm. does. Yeah, announced sequel is interesting because Dragon Age <clears throat> does have one, as does Mass Effect. And so does The Witcher. <laughs> so does The Witcher. But it would eliminate that whole class of games if the answer yeah. was no, which would be... Okay, sure. Then let's try it. Yeah. And Diablo, right? And Baldur's Gate. There's Baldur's Gate 3 in early access, yeah, but it's not out, out. Okay, yeah, I like that. Does this game have an announced sequel? Yes. Okay. Oh, boy, I bet it's... (laughs) No, it 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 super helps. That means that... No, but the, 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 <laughs> if the answer was no, then we, we would it, have a chance no. of getting it because it'd be like, oh, I this think is we have a great game. chance. It's so it's I think probably it's, Dragon Age, but could yeah, also I think it's probably Dragon Age Origins. Yeah, because because what was the second Dragon Age game? Was that um, Dragon Age Two? <laughs> I'm not joking. Like, and I, that was the one that I started. I think that might have come out in 2010 or later. We have one question and that, a guess. Mm-hmm. So okay, 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 okay. We could oh, um, we could ask if it's the first of its name. Yeah, well, I'm trying to think of a. Uh, I don't know, man. 
I'm trying to think of a clever way to narrow it down. We could ask if it has dragons in it. Well, because, like, what if... It's a fantasy game. It's gotta, regardless, you know? I mean, Witcher doesn't. There's not a single dragon in Witcher? It's like drakes and stuff. Like, mm. It's not like you're, like... I mean, there are... There's a woman that turns into a dragon, but I just don't know what games Wyverns. Um, okay, so I'm also like thinking about, like... Uh, I'm thinking about Diablo. Like, where I'm thinking about whether it's a party-based RPG or not. What about if it's a talkie based yeah, RPG? Yeah, like, you know, ro- can you romance people in this RPG? Mm. I don't know if you romance anybody in the older Witcher games, like Witcher 2. But that's also not a party-based game. Yeah, I'm sure game. that's full of I think, crap. I think I would ask if it's a party-based game, and if yes, then it's probably Dragon Age, and if no, then, you know, then we're in trouble. But then maybe Witch, something Witcher, something Diablo... Or we could ask if it's when you say party-based game, you mean like you have multiple characters in a party that you control? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Well, it means that there's like a big party happening, and you have to like participate (laughs) in all of the party festivities, like punch, yeah, yeah, you have to make the cake. Uh, (laughs) That's that's where that's where the gnawing comes in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What's up with the gnawing in this? How do you break stuff in an RPG? Do you just choose break from the item menu? Should we Should we ask the? I mean, really, any. Any game where you can eat anything, it has gnawing. Yeah. Uh, but, well, okay, but that's an assumption because you could be swallowing it whole, so. <laughs> Should we ask the party question? Or, or we do could you just, think, maybe I'm over, we could just Do you think ask. Simon Belmont gnaws those big turkeys? 100%. Or do you For think sure. he just, uh, just yeah. downs them? There's no way to eat a turkey without gnawing, you know? We you could, could chomp, just ask I if guess. it's an EA game, by the way. If Instead of having convoluted ways to Selling for time. Sure. Let's just do that. We're, we've been on this last question for a long time. Is this an EA Look. game? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> should we just, we should guess Dragon Age Origins? Uh, we I mean, we do? are in a little bit of, I mean, I guess it is what it is. We don't have a choice, but I don't, I don't know for sure if it's one or two. It's probably, I mean, what, what else can we do? I we feel like he often picks the first game in a series. I mean, I guess, I guess the, the, the readers decide often. what it is, but... Yeah. Is okay. this DAO? It is DAO Dragon Age Origins. <laughs> Woo! 2009. Is that frustrating having us like n- know what the game is and going towards it, but you listen to us talk about it for like 15 minutes? No, not frustrating <laughs> at all. That's the game. Uh, I didn't remember that yes. game being on the PS3. <clears throat> yeah, no kidding. I don't either. Yeah, 360, 360 PS3 and PC. BioWare. 2009. Look how old school Bioware this looks. Yeah, God. Mm. This looks way worse than I remember. <laughs> well, and, and this was super, super new school when it came out, too. Like, it was completely, like, yeah. you know, coming off of, like, games like Baldur's Gate. It was revolutionary that it looked like this and yeah. played like this. Can you explain the gnawing, scaring, or breaking? Did you, It was a breaking that you were going I was like. assuming you're breaking bones in combat yeah. during this. <laughs> and oh, then okay. breaking hearts. Well, there's the breaking robot. hearts, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh Jesus! Yeah, well, <laughs> that guy just breaking spirit. Yeah, knocked spirit. the heck breaking out of that faces. person. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I've never played Look this how game. So funny the face textures either. are. Yeah. I've only done Inquisition for Dragon Age. Yeah, I just played a little bit of that. I've never finished any of the Dragon Age games. Mm. No, it's interesting. Nobody's <laughs> ever finished Dragon Age uh, three. Yeah. Nobody's ever in the history of the world. And I'm I'm waiting for the first person to do that. It's I an think, interesting world challenge. I, I think we gave Inquisition game of the year the year. We did, right? we and did. then. The, the Dragon Age Origins has always frustrated me as a as a title because it sounds like a prequel game. It does, yeah. But it's not. It's just the it first was, game. Yeah. Which is almost presumptuous, thinking that like, oh, this is definitely going to be a series. But well, back then, Bioware could be it, it could afford no to be wrong. presumptuous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pre Anthem Bioware, and they would not do wrong for quite some time. Well, yeah. Well, it would only be a few years. Whenever uh, maybe a decade. Anthem was like 2015, 2016. I thought no. people hated Jade Empire. They'd already done wrong. I love no. Jade Empire. No, people yeah. love Jade Empire. Yeah, I, I really. I feel I've like actually Dragon I've been waiting for that to be a game on on 20 Questions at some point. Have you ever done Jade Empire on 20 Questions? I want to say yes. Yeah. Okay. Damon Damon knows off the top yeah. of his head. You can call that. Yeah. <laughs> Nicely job. Thank you for the suggestion. What was your name again? I'm gonna pull it. Open my laptop one and more time. Do it with a British accent. Uh, Cockney, Chris, yeah, Chris. I don't know how you even say Chris with a British accent. I think it would sound the same in with an American accent Boy, or British. Chris. What? That's not different. That just sounds <laughs> no, like Chris. That was I think I, he did a good I, that was a Russian accent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Viewers, listeners, if you have your own suggestions for video game 20 questions, email them to me at the address gamescoop at IGN.com. I forgot it for just a brief second there. <laughs> and that's all the scoops that we have for you this week. Thank you to Colin. Thank you, Justin Spirit. Thank you to Sam. Thank you everyone, to everyone working behind the scenes here in our LA studio to make this episode possible. Gamescoop will return next week. My name is Damon, this is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out. That was a lot of fun. Do you want to hear a fucking yeah. crime, Damon? Yes. Seth calls Nintendo Voice Chat the only Nintendo podcast now. Uh, well, which is not true because this is the only video game podcast. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's a Nintendo. It's it's a Nintendo podcast, but it's only talking about pre-video game Nintendo. So like <laughs> sex hotels and yeah. and playing cards. <laughs> bowling alleys, taxi, and... taxis. Yeah. Uh, Cool. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Thank you guys. Good clutch at the end there, man. That was yeah. amazing. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.